Welcome to Trust Matters, the podcast, where Charles H. Green, CEO of Trusted Advisor Associates and co-author of the best-selling book, The Trusted Advisor, answers your questions and offers wisdom on how to build stronger relationships with clients and colleagues. Hi again, and welcome to Trust Matters, the podcast. I'm Charlie Green, and I'm joined, as always, by our producer, Jason Gluskin. Jason, I understand we've got a sales-related question today. Thank you for that warm intro, Mr. Charlie Green. So this next one gets right to the heart of sales and trust. Jennifer from California writes in and says, Charlie, I'm part of a training group at a large U.S. telecom business. We have a well-developed, long-standing program for sales training, and the problem, in my humble opinion, is it's kind of an old-school sales training program that focuses on closing the deal, and it doesn't focus too much on establishing trust. In fact, I think in many ways it often serves to erode trust. So I know you've wrote a book and some articles specifically on trust-based selling. I'm pretty well-schooled on those materials, so my question is not for you to actually explain trust-based selling, but instead, please tell me some tools and tips on how to sell the trust-based selling approach into my sales training team. What's the hook? What's the business case? How do I get them to consider it seriously? Uh, Great question, Jennifer. Thanks. In my experience, selling the idea of trust-based selling is best done at a high level, a conceptual level, and not at the level of data, for example. Nor does it work to talk about needs and wants and problem solutions either. This, I think, is a different kind of sell. You want to get your sales team to envision something very different, yet something clear enough that they can connect the dots on their own to bring their own experience to the idea, have them validate all their prior experience in terms of this new vision. So I'm thinking you should say something like the following. Everyone, I'd like you all to envision being a buyer, a buyer of something very personal to you, not about the business that you're in, but personal to you. I'd like you to envision buying something that is, number one, expensive, number two, expertise-based, like it requires mastery of an area that you don't know much about, and number three is important to you, like you really want to get it right. Now, for you, that might be having to put your parents in a rest home or buying a new HVAC system, or picking a financial planner. Again, expensive, outside your area of expertise, and important. Now, assume that the salesperson you interact with demonstrates the following seven characteristics. Number one, they appear to have your best interests at heart. Number two, they seem genuinely curious about your situation and your motivations, what's at stake for you. Number three, they offer advice along the way that's genuinely useful to you. Number four, they are driven by your time frame, not theirs. Number five, they're not trying to get you to buy. Number six, they don't seem attached to they don't seem to be attached to this transaction or any other. And finally, seven, they appear to you to be transparent, open, candid, and honest about any issue that you raise. And they raise some issues on their own along the way as well. Now, let me ask you, is this not the profile of the person exactly that you want to buy from? Isn't it natural to buy from such a seller? And if your answer is yes, which I think it is for all of us, doesn't that suggest that this is the most effective way to sell? And if so, shouldn't we be selling ourselves in precisely the same way? And if your answer is again yes, then let's get rigorously honest with ourselves and ask whether our existing training programs produce salespeople who can check every box I just mentioned or not. I think we all know the answer is not. And the reason is this, our entire sales approach is based on getting people better at getting the sale. 
But the traits I just listed as desirable, and which you assented to, I think, are based precisely on not trying to get the sale. Instead, they're based simply on helping the customer. So what we've just proven is that if you focus on customer help rather than on getting the sale, you will get more sales. It's not really a paradox, it just looks like one. We all know in our bones this is a better approach. What we have to do is to believe it, to believe it enough to trust our instincts that people will respond to this kind of customer focus better than they do to tactics aimed strictly at inducing sales. Now, Jennifer, notice that this approach isn't based on data. It's based on an appeal to your audience's educated common sense or wisdom, you might say. You're presenting them with a contrast between some guiding beliefs that we all share and the daily behaviors that just don't live up to those beliefs. Now, that should generate a pretty rich discussion, but true to the principle of this approach, you can't make them agree with you. Don't get caught up in being attached to your own sale. Just believe that if you lay out this idea clearly and without bias, the odds are in your favor that they will agree. You've been listening to the Trust Matters Podcast with Charles H. Green. Send us your questions about trust, relationships, and business at podcast at trustedadvisor.com. And visit trustedadvisor.com for tons of free articles, videos, and more.